hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Now, I know that might sound a bit airy-fairy and magical and too good to be true. Well, it is pretty magical, but trust me, this is a place for real conversations, for real people like you that can use things like that right now to change your life and maybe create a little magic of your own. There's no bullshit here. It's not how I roll. So if you're down to talk about real things, well, all of the things, then this is the place for you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jamie Thurber, your host. Thank you for being here. Hope you guys are having an amazing day, wherever you are in the world, whatever day it is, whatever time of day it is when you're listening. Hope things are going amazing. Today, I really want to talk about boundaries. Don't get uncomfortable <laughs> and turn off the, the podcast because that's definitely not, it's not going to be a, a negative or uncomfortable conversation. Um, but I think that when people say you need to have boundaries, um, I think that it's not necessarily explained properly often enough in a way that makes sense, in a way that we create healthy situations in all aspects of our lives with ourselves, with you know other people, with our jobs, with our family, those types of things that serve us really well. We, we hear the word boundaries and we think that means that we have to like cut everybody out of our lives or stop completely doing something or whatever it might be. But that's really not the case at all. And so the more that I've been thinking about this, well, and this has been a topic of conversation in my life for quite a long while, in my own growth and healing and, and basically turning from like a control freak person who had to know all of the answers of everything all of the time in order to feel comfortable to somebody who can surrender and trust and have you know, a lot less of that stress. And it's also, I mean, it's been a path. It's been a journey. It's a layered situation for sure. But I wanted to really dive into this conversation here. This is something I've taught a lot of lessons on in my coaching group, but I realize I haven't talked about it with you guys. And I think it's something that a lot of people can benefit from. So um, here we go. First of all, I want to read one of my, I love this book. It's called The White Hot Truth. It's by Danielle Laporte. She gives a really good description of the difference between like what a lot of people think a boundary is and what it really is. I want to read a little blurb to you about it because first of all, I don't want to pretend as if I created that little quote, but I think it's a great way to describe it in a pretty like concise fashion. And so basically it talks about boundary overkill, which happens because that's what like I was just saying like we tend to to create all of these boundaries and then we're like holy shit um this is impossible basically you have like zero relationships with anybody and then people end up you don't hold up the boundaries so you were definitely like more so crying wolf to an extent like if you had communicated it with people and then not held up your end of the bargain um and then you find yourself back in the same place of feeling overwhelmed overworked you know triggered used those types of things and we're going to get deeper into it, but I think what we fail to realize also is a lot of those triggering moments, a lot of those anxiety, uh, when anxiety peaks, when anger, fear, um, when you feel like, I like to use the word recluse, like I get these feelings sometimes where I just want to like go 
home and hide and not speak to anyone and shut the door, you know? Sometimes those things come on when our boundaries are breached, (laughs) basically, or we don't uphold our boundaries. And so we don't, I think a lot of times, realize or recognize the emotions that are directly connected to our boundaries. And so I think it's a really important conversation to have to help us really be able to realize and recognize some of these things that we do have control over. You know, that's kind of the whole name of the game here in my lifestyle and my teaching and in this podcast specifically is, you know, lifestyle creation. And this is one of those ways that we are able to really navigate things according to what we need um, and according to what's serving us. And so that's a big thing about boundaries is your boundaries are not set for any other reason than to serve you. And we'll go deeper into that. But back to this quote, I just wanted to read it to you really quick. So this is actually, she quotes someone else really quick. So I'm going to quote someone quoting somebody and then I'll explain. So this first line here is by Hiro Baga and it's, Boundaries are not walls. They are a living container within which your desires can breathe, gestate, and grow until they are ready to be born. Boundaries are the same as barriers, whereas boundaries are proactively on the offense. Barriers are hyperactively on the defense. Think of it this way. Boundaries are like a fence with a gate. The energy can come come and go, and you have space to roam freely and privately behind the fence. Barriers are like a heavy shield that you have to drag around with you all the time, ready to defend yourself from frontal attacks, but leaving the rest of yourself unprotected. It's not very peaceful. Being on guard all the time is an anxiety-inducing behavior. You extend your energy fighting off a strike, then you wait for the next attack, hoping it doesn't happen. You can't relax in that position. You're still focused entirely on whatever you're trying to protect yourself from. So we've talked a lot in other other podcast episodes about energy and about the flow and what we focus on, we create more of. And I think there's a big piece there that, you know, falls into place with boundaries that I think a lot of us don't recognize. And that is the difference between having a fence up and having a barrier. And so a lot of us have barriers because we've been hurt before, we've been burned before, we don't want people to get close, or we just don't really understand how to set up a healthy boundary that's more like a fence and less like a barrier. You know, there's a lot of people who walk around and talk about battling this and they're battling weight and they're battling health and they're battling, you know, fatigue and they're battling whatever it is and they're waging war and we're doing all those things. Well, the truth is, is like that's you walking around carrying, like I envision this, like picture yourself walking around carrying this large metal like piece of metal shield that's basically like a giant metal door and it has the handles on one side and you're carrying it around with you so you can like block everything that might be coming at you that doesn't what you believe doesn't suit you or you believe um, may trigger you or cause these other things and that constantly being on the defense constantly being in that state of mind that's like that whole battle that's the waging war thing like that's exhausting in itself like tell me just even (laughs) there's no way that even just visualizing what I just said and also like feeling the energy of these words that I'm saying like words like barrier battle war struggle um shielding yourself attacks defense all of those things are really heavy 
words. They're heavy things to focus on. They're heavy things to recognize, and they don't serve us um, in a in a healthy and positive fashion. And that's the piece that most people don't talk about because instead we're like, push through, push through this and do that and rah, rah, rah. And it's like, cool, dude, like maybe that helps in the moment to get past, you know, an energy barrier, meaning like I'm tired or I have no momentum and I need to push past that. But as far as being um, a sustainable piece and not having this be a continuous battle that you have to fight right or you're continuously like you say you're you're literally doing on the defense all the time with these frontal attacks verse and then leaving the rest of you feeling very unprotected and very vulnerable and it's just like a constant fight um i always think of like i've never really played them but i've seen other people play you know like these fighting video games where you're basically going from room to room with your gun and your shield and you're like holy fuck what's in here let me let me just kill everything and protect myself because there's, you know, a threat around every corner. Dude, let's get metaphoric really quickly and think about how much a lot of us live our lives that way. We walk into every room with our shield up expecting to have to fight something off. And the truth of the matter is, is like that energy is, first of all, not serving you properly. It doesn't serve anyone in a great way. And it creates so much stress inside of your body. It creates so much toxic energy around you and within you. And it keeps you in that constant stress state. And so if we want to talk about physically, like your body is physically tensed up in a lot of ways. Um, Women specifically, we tense up our core in a really intense fashion without even realizing we're doing it. Um... And so like right now, if you're listening, men, women, whomever is listening, like release and breathe into your stomach, like stick your gut out basically. (laughs) And just like, even if you don't have a gut, whatever, stick it out and like breathe into that space and relax that space and take a deep breath. And it's just like, (sighs) and just like let it out completely. And by doing that, your body releases a lot of tension that you don't even realize you're holding. And a lot of that comes from constantly being on the defense, constantly feeling unsafe and and having to protect yourself. And when I say that, let's not go there and be like, oh, people are so scared and fearful. That's not at all what the fuck I'm talking about at all. We're on such a deeper level. We're on such a different playing field with what I'm talking about right now. Like this is some fifth dimensional shit, not first and third dimensional it's just, it's just not. So we're talking about a deeper level of understanding of what's happening within our body based upon the way that we're behaving um, and reacting and, and those types of things. And so, yeah, so please don't go there with the, oh, she's talking about fear mongering. No, that's absolutely fucking not the case at all here. So when I'm talking about that, this is just the way we hold our bodies in general. And this is the way a lot of us choose to exist. And a lot of times it's based off of our own experiences and the, the need to exist that way to survive. That's what we think we're supposed to do. And so when you start to, to morph into realizing that life doesn't have to be that way and you can create your reality in a different way, um, you start to recognize these things that might piss you off, right? Or trigger you or make you shut down, like I said, or cause anxiety or whatever. And a lot of times that means somebody's jumped your fence right? Like they've jumped the fence into your backyard. I remember my therapist, I started working with therapist uh, almost two years ago, I guess. It's the same woman who is now actually like, she's my coach. We've kind of morphed our 
relationship. She's one of my coaches. And I remember her telling me like throughout my, me completely like pruning away every bad or unhealthy attachment to anyone and anything that I had. You know, when I would have a moment and then I would be reflecting back with her like, fuck, like this pissed me off or this shut me down for the day or whatever. She would be like, dude, it's directly related to your boundaries. Like somebody butted up against your boundary and you were, and you didn't do anything about it. And that's where like that shut down, those depression feelings, that anxiety, that anger. A lot of people feel it in different ways. Some people get super enraged. And a lot of times it's because somebody jumped their fence and is now in their backyard and they did not want them there. And instead of being able to communicate that in a calm and respectful fashion or in like an actual clarity type place, they they rage, right? Get the fuck out of my backyard kind of behavior, right? Or they say nothing, which is worse <laughs> because it's basically like somebody walked into your house with muddy shoes and you didn't say anything and they just kept walking around your house and they ruined your carpet and now they've created this big situation that you now have to clean up and deal with. So it's definitely boundaries are a lot, have a lot to do with you being very clear on what's okay in your space and what's not, but focusing on what is okay more than what's not okay. So the more we focus on what we don't want or what's not okay, the more we amplify and fuel that thing that we don't really want in the first place, which just makes it expand and become bigger and louder, which is not what we're trying to accomplish. So we want to do is think about like what's okay and what's not okay and then focus on what is okay. And so an easy way to explain this or one one that's not fil- filled with feelings all the time is like your schedule, for example. If you're trying to work your schedule down to where it's serving you instead of, you know, your day's not running you, you're running your day, right? And it's flowy and it feels good and you're not stressed out and you're not overwhelmed, you're not overbooked, like those types of things. You can decide like what fits and serves you and what doesn't, right? And so you have to create boundaries there and you have to create, you know, a lot of sustainability in different places. So for example, myself, I don't work anymore on Wednesdays at all. My phone is put away for the most part. Um, I'm actually about to get a home phone. Yes, I said a home phone. About to get a landline so I can turn my phone completely off. The reason I don't want to turn it off without that is because I live by myself and I don't, I just don't feel safe with that. Plus, I don't want my parents to not be able to reach me if there's an emergency, whatever. So I'm going to get a landline, like four people are going to have the number and then my phone will be completely turned off on those days. But it took me a long time to realize like I needed a reset and I needed that pause to like enjoy myself and my own company and my own whatever. So Wednesdays, I don't do any phone calls. I don't um, do anything computer related at all. But what that requires of me, because that's my boundary, what that requires of me is me rem- like sticking to that no matter what. And also me doing my part on the other days of the week to make sure that I'm not falling behind, right? And that it's not a big deal that I'm off on Wednesdays. The other thing that a lot of people seem to realize is like, they'll, they'll say, I'm having the day off, I'm taking the weekend off. And then you don't take the weekend off or you don't take the day off. Like you're answering emails, you're doing all of these work-related things and you never actually have a break. Um, that's you overstepping your own boundary. That's you not keeping your own word to yourself. But also in the case of if you have a business or a job that you're interacting with someone on the time that you said you were off work, 
that boundary then means nothing, right? That rule doesn't really exist. So for example, you work with me as a private client, I will answer messages on Monday, like every day besides Wednesday and Saturday, basically, um, from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. or 7 p.m. I can't remember what my contract says, but I check my messages the last time at 5 p.m. typically, so that gives me time to reply back to people. But anyways, so that is something that I set up very clearly, but what I have to do is then I have to hold up the boundary. Like I can't be checking my fucking messages at 9 p.m. and replying to people because what you do is you teach people how to treat you. And so you have to remember that in the boundary state where if you tell someone like, this is not okay here, but then you continue to do that thing, then you're not holding up that boundary. You're not keeping that word to yourself. And then you're continuously allowing people to just gallivant through your fucking backyard and say nothing about it. And then you're back in the position where, you know, you feel uncomfortable, you feel anxiety, you feel triggered. You have all of these big, huge things that prevent you from being your best self and prevent you from doing whatever it is that you set out to do, right? Whatever this is, everybody's boundaries will be very different, you know, depending upon their situation. Um, And it's all an adjustment period. It's all something that you tweak as you figure out what really works the best for you. And so it's like, you know, similar to what we've talked about in the past with creating the perfect plan, like you have to keep adjusting as you feel, find out what works and what doesn't. So for me, I have like this, not issue, but I have this obligation piece of me that like wants to reply to messages the moment that I get them. And so years ago, I turned off all my notifications. So I get zero notifications unless it's like a phone call from the people that are on my do not disturb phone list. Um, So because there is no emergencies happening on Facebook um, messenger, right? There's no emergencies happening in my fucking DMs on Instagram. Like, There's zero reason for my peace of mind and my space and my productivity zone of genius to be interrupted by those notifications. Like I even have notifications off for my text messages for the most part too Um, because it just wasn't worth it for me. And I knew for me personally, it was not constructive and it was a huge boundary because then I would spend way more time answering people's fucking questions all day long than doing what I needed to do for my work and then I'd be behind and then I'd be back in the situation of, oh my God, I'm not good enough, I'm not doing enough, blah, 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 right? Down that ugly pathway which we've all been down before. And so it took me a while to get to that place of even my text message notifications being off because it felt silly. That's what I also want to point out is that we tend to feel really silly for saying, well, I'm only going to see three clients a day in the salon. One of my, I have several clients who are hairstylists. I'm only going to see three clients a day in the salon because that's what fits for me. But then we feel like silly or weird or stupid because that doesn't sound like a lot. Says fucking who though, right? Like whose rules told you you needed to see 12 people a day? No one's. If you're serving your clientele and you're making enough money to pay your bills or more and you're happy with that and that's what serves you, then that's what serves you. So we have to give ourselves permission. A lot of times also, to be super honest, that's where having a coach comes in handy because we will talk ourselves out of a lot of boundaries um, because we feel silly or it feels unnecessary. Um, So when you can talk to someone else about it who's been there or who who can see it from a different perspective and tell you basically like, yeah, that makes sense and that's okay. Um, 
and be, you know, honest with you or whatever, then it's always nice to have that person. But so even if it feels silly to you, it doesn't matter if it fits what you're looking for, it fits what you're looking for. So the other part of this too, is when you have a boundary that you've placed that serves you, you don't owe anyone a fucking explanation. Okay. Like Maybe there's a situation where you feel called to tell somebody why you can't answer, like why you can't answer the phone today, but you don't know anyone an explanation. So when I first started taking Wednesdays off, I would, there were certain people that I talked to like every day, right? And so I would tell them, hey, I don't answer messages anymore on Wednesday, just so you know, I'm not ignoring you, right? I did not owe them that explanation, but just, I did it. I gave that explanation to them, honestly, to prevent any other issue or, or any kind of stress on my part of them thinking that and then me having to explain myself, which I don't deserve. Or I mean, I don't owe them an explanation, blah, blah, blah. But it was just a cycle that I didn't want to go down. So, um, so I said that to begin with. And here's the other thing. Again, you teach people how to treat you. People now know it's Wednesday. Like I'll have people send me messages. And then it's funny because I'll see in the text when I open it the next day or that night they're like, oh, shit, I forgot it was Wednesday. And I'm like, yes, yes. They're like, just text me tomorrow. And I'm like, this is so good. It's so good. So that's one of those pieces that does play itself out. But you just have to be committed to yourself and committed to what your big picture is. So if your big picture is to work less and make more, then you have to create some serious fucking boundaries. And you have to stick to those boundaries in order to really create that life and create that balance in that system and let it start working for you instead of you constantly playing the catch-up game. Another thing, so to more talk about boundaries, a big piece in our personal lives specifically is the communication piece, okay? Personal lives and in business because, I mean, like with my team, I we all have discussed our boundaries. Like I'm very aware of my client, of my team's boundaries. And if I don't uphold my end of the bargain, like I'll literally say before they have the opportunity to feel pressured or triggered or whatever, I'll be like, Hey, I understand that I was late with this. So I'm flexible on the, on the completion time because it was my bad. You know, like I don't want to butt up against their boundaries and cause them to stress and freak the fuck out because I fucked up. Right. And so because I do that because I'm aware of their boundaries and I want to be respectful of that. Same thing with me, right? So example though, family and friends, it's hard. Relationships with like significant others, it's hard um, because when you start to change the way that you're behaving, people expect certain things from you based upon the way that you have always been and what they've come to know from you. And so Basically, what happens is you have to become really clear about what that boundary is going to be, and then you have to hold it up. Um, In some cases, you may need to communicate with that person what you are now okay with and not okay with, and sometimes you have to re-communicate that. Like, for example, um, to be super transparent with you, in my relationship with my boyfriend, you know, We've been through a lot of on and offs over the last eight years, basically. Um, And coming back together this past, you know, six months or whatever, I 
a totally different person in a lot of ways, and he was not yet. So I had to basically say, okay, here's what's okay and here's what's not okay. Are you, like, down for this, basically? Is this something that you're good with? That's fucking scary to do, right? But you have to be committed to what you want your life to be like or what you don't want your life to be like, right? So I don't want to feel any of the things basically that I used to feel and so in a lot of ways. And so I said, you know, and I had to, I was very confident in this and and it's a hard place to be where I'm like, I love you. And if you're not willing or able to do these things, I absolutely understand that. And that's okay. And that just means we won't be together basically, you know, and, and I had to feel confident in the fact of like, And I still do because we're still working through all of that. But like, and I've been patient and allowed space and we're growing and all those things. But like, I have to remind myself often where I'm like, okay, if this, you know, doesn't work or if you're not willing to dance this new way with me, then we won't be together. And that's okay too. But I'm not going to shift my own needs in such a way that I'm feeling turmoil like I have in the past and I'm existing in that space simply because I don't want to lose someone. Like that's not healthy. That's codependent. That's very, very toxic. Um, And it's no one else's fault but your own when you create that. And so that's where healthy boundaries come into play. And I think it is important when you're when you're putting boundaries in place in your personal relationships, especially that you are patient and you do allow space for that person to adjust because you can't go into a relationship and say, okay, well, we're no longer doing these 10 things. Here's these new 10 ways of us doing it. Okay, ready, set, go and expect someone to just flip the fucking switch and be completely different the next fucking day. Like that's not how it works. That's not how relationships work, whether it's with family members, friends, boyfriends, wives, husbands, whatever. It's just not how it goes. So you have to be very understanding, but you have to also stand your ground and know that your happiness and your peace comes from you. In your business, in your personal life, in your health, it comes from you. It doesn't come from anyone else. It doesn't stem from anyone but you. And so When you start to accept that and understand that on that level of clarity, holding boundaries becomes easier because you know that that person's behavior or their reaction isn't, you're not going to allow it to drastically affect your own happiness or peace of mind. And when it starts to, that's an indication that you're like, wait a minute, What's the boundary? What are they butting up against that's making me feel this way? Are they butting up against something or am I reverting backwards into, you know, an old thought pattern or whatever? And so it just, it's a way of learning to navigate your life in such a different fashion that again, you're in control. It's lifestyle creation. It's finest guys. So back to like using my relationship as an example, you know, there are moments that he will react in a way that we used to do, right? Maybe it's like passive aggressive or just in the moment, not thinking, and it feels fucking disgusting to me, right? Because of my own whatever. And so I'll just say like, I'm not gonna dance this way anymore. I've told you that's not okay. 
I'm going to get off the phone or I'm done talking and I'll walk out of the room or whatever. And it's not in a mean way. It's not in a fucking attack you, you're an asshole way. It's more in a like, here's where I'm at. Here's the boundary again. I'm just going to tell you like, that's no longer okay here. I'm not engaging basically, which is a very powerful thing for you to utilize in any interaction with other human beings in general. Like if you don't want to engage that way, don't engage that way. And it's not always easy. So here's a current example. The other day, someone that I used to know from like a group, I guess I had met him. I was in a group for years, kind of like, I don't know what you would call me in that group, but, and this guy came in. So I, we, we were sort of acquaintances, right? And he was going through his own growth and whatever, but we're friends on social media. And, and of course there's a lot of topics that I've been talking about and speaking up about that are really making my audience go, what the fuck? Not and always in a bad way, but just it's very not what they expected, I don't think, of me. But that's fine. So basically, I allowed myself to engage in a conversation that was so not productive at all. And I'll be honest, like afterwards, I was disappointed in myself. Like I was super upset about it as far as just like, fuck, like that was not constructive. That was not an appropriate use of my time. But again, we're human, right? We're all human. And so that's the other thing to keep in mind here too, is that you will never be perfect with your boundaries. You're a human being. You get caught up too. Just admit it though. You know what I mean? Just say it and walk away. Like don't keep down the path of like, I'm going to keep raging against you because I now feel stupid and I didn't do what I said I was going to do. Like, no, you're a human being. So, you know, if maybe I, I always call it bark back, but maybe I like bite Tony's head off, right? I will go back and be like, dude, I'm my bad. Like I got caught up. I'm sorry. You know, and I acknowledge that I'm a human and things happen. I look at that within myself and I'm like, okay, so we're not doing that again. Like means you need to slow down slow down in your responses, like process before you speak, those types of things um, are important to me. But then anyways, like the situation on the internet that I was telling you about the other day, like that was not how I roll. That is not okay for the way that I choose to behave and the way I choose to show up in the world. Um, But I got caught up in the moment because I'm a human, because I'm a freaking human being. And I was emotionally charged about something that was just being blatantly misunderstood. And so I think that it's important to know that we all have our moments um, and the less, the more you realize them, the less you'll have it. And also just remembering that you don't have to attend every argument that you're invited to. That was a big thing for me in the past that I've told a lot of people. I don't know if you guys know this, but I've always worked with a lot of men For the first couple of years of coaching, I actually didn't have any female clients at all. All of my clients were men, which makes a lot of sense based upon the way I was raised and the person that I am and my background in business and things like that. But it was a conversation I used to have to have with a lot of my male clients where I'm like, dude, like he baited the fuck out of you and you you bit the hook, right? And you do not have to attend every argument that you're invited to. It takes a really big person It takes a very strong-willed, grounded, confident person to not attend every single thing that they're, that's thrown in their face, basically. Like every time somebody butts up against your boundary or every time somebody might say something that is emotionally charged or that does make you feel whatever, for you to not feel the need to 
jump in and, you know, wave your flag around every single time takes a really strong person. Um, And again, nobody's perfect. Everybody has their moments. I've seen some of the biggest influencers that I know have their occasional moment where they retort back to somebody that they shouldn't have. You know, it just wasn't worth it, really, or it wasn't a, a productive use of their time, but shit happens, you know? So anyways, I just wanted to make that note that it does happen and it's all a learning experience and it's all a lot to be said of being like, okay, why did that happen? And it's like, yeah, dude, that's not my people. Like those aren't my people anymore. Like I don't, why do, I don't care. I don't need to owe them any sort of explanation. But it, we, we do revert back from time to time into different places of like, and we really want to be understood a lot of times. Um, We really want people to hear what we have to say and to understand what we're saying. And unfortunately, in a world where a lot of people don't actually ever listen, it can be really frustrating. And so it takes a lot of mental and emotional strength to know when it's not necessary to to do that anymore or or it's not healthy, I should say, to do that anymore. (sighs) So deep breath, friends. I love the analogy of the backyard, the fenced backyard. Um, so she, my Amber is who originally told me that. And it's funny because then I was reading in different passages in this book, it was brought up again. And I'm like, okay, this must like really legitimately be a therapist thing because obviously Danielle Laporte's therapist told her the same thing at one point, but the fence, the fence is a big deal. So remembering that, hold on a minute, like, wait a minute, I did not invite you into this fence. Like, no. Mm -mm." And acknowledging it and saying something about it is important. Um, in those moments. And I could tell stories for days about different types of scenarios where that's happened to me that are all kinds of different um, situations and reasons and and, um, and, and very interesting moments that they come up. But I would be talking to you for hours and I try not to keep these too long or make these too long. But I just wanted to make this note that is one of the best ways of if you, I, I believe that people who listen to this podcast are trying to be their best selves. They're trying to shine a light into the world. They're trying to be better humans. Um, that's what my heart chooses to believe of all of you, whether that's true or not. But um, I think it is. And so ways to help you create that balance and keep that to be really at the forefront, like we're looking for some sort of harmony, right? Some ethical behavior, some really living in our integrity. And in this book, it says, we're going to just end with this. It says, you want to be ethical, loving, and harmonious. Respect your ideals. Look up to yourself. Raise your standards. And the universe will meet you there. Open, gentle heart. Big fucking fence. So I'm going to leave you with that. I will put a link to this book below if you guys are interested in reading it. It's a really beautiful book. Um, She talks about some really cool things, just her own experiences and things within her own journey, which is fun to always hear. Um, It's always nice to know you're not the only one, right? You read a book and you're like, oh, God, thank God I'm not the only one who's gone through something similar to that. So it's always helpful. So I'll link that below. As always, if you guys liked this podcast, please feel free or please share it with anyone or with your whole audience on your stories. If you do, please tag me. I appreciate it when you guys do that and you share this with people because that really is the only way to help me get this message out in front of more minds and hearts that could benefit from it. And if you haven't left a review yet on the podcast, I believe it's just Apple 
iTunes that allows you to do that. But I would really appreciate that as well. It helps us get more reach. That's all, guys. I love you all very much. And that's the truth. And I hope that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you.